This week we're learning Parshat Nitzavim Chilek Yutas Sicha Aleph. In this Sicha, the Rebbe connects the opening Rashi of our Parsha and connects it to the well-known fact that Parshat Nitzavim is always read before Rosh Hashanah, as well as the um, teaching of the Baal Shem Tov that's brought in the Hayyam Yam, I think Kaf He Elul, that Atam Nitzavim Hayyam, the word Hayyam refers to Rosh Hashanah. And the Rebbe sees that all in the Yenish Altaira of the opening Rashi of this week's parsha, Very, very fascinating. Always how the Rebbe does that and sees it in the Rashi and the sequence of the Pesukim and how Rashi learns the Pesukim and it's really um, to see again how Rashi on one hand is Pshut Ishal Mikra, but then there's always that secret of terror, the Yenish terror that's there and it's, and it's very apparent how the Rebbe kind of lights it up and shows us those dual dimensions that we have in these Pesukim and the Rashis. So let's begin. So the opening pasuk of our, this week's parsha is Atam Nitzavim Hayayim Kolchem. You're all standing together, and Rashi quotes the first two words Atam Nitzavim, and Rashi says the following: Melamed. These words Atam Nitzavim teach us that Kinsa Moshe Lifnei Hakadosh Baruch Lifnei Kinsa Moshe Lifnei Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Moshe Rabbeinu gathered the Yidden Biyay Moshe on the day he passed away. For what purpose? Lahachnisam Bivris, to enter them into a covenant of bris with Hashem. So again, what's Rashi saying? Rashi says, the words Atam Nitzavim teach us that Moshe gathered the Yidin together for the purpose of entering into a bris, entering into a covenant. The Rebbe asks the, most simplest, the simplest question, what exactly is Rashi adding? The Pasuk says that very clearly. The Pasuk starts off Pasuk Tess, Atam Nitzavim Mayim Kolchem, and then Pasuk Yidal says the purpose. So what exactly is Rashi adding that's not very clear in the Pasuk? To understand that, we actually have to look back a little bit to the ending of Parshas Kisavai. The end of Parshas Kisavai by Shvi talks about Vayikra Moshe al Kol Yisrael. The Moshe Rabbeinu called all the Yidin, all the Yidin together, and the pasuk goes on to say, after he called them, what did he do? He told them, "You saw the miracles that Hashem did in Mitzrayim and at, going out of Mitzrayim and in the Midbar, and therefore." And therefore, therefore, what's incumbent upon the Yidin to do, you should do the Torah mitzvahs. And basically, in the end of Parshas Kisavik, Moshe Rabbeinu says, you witness all the miracles, and therefore, you should be doing all the mitzvahs that Hashem, Torah and mitzvahs that Hashem commands you to do. So let's call the end of Parshas Kisavik, Moshe gathers the Yidin and encourages them to do Torah and mitzvahs. Then we come to Atam Nitzavim. We come to Parshas Nitzavim, and then we have Moshe Rabbeinu making a, and Moshe Rabbeinu saying, "Okay, we're all standing here together. Now let's do a covenant with Hashem. Let's make a bris with Hashem." So when you look at these pesukim on a very, very, uh, you know, you just learn it, learn it simply. You think, so Moshe, why did he originally gather, gather the Yidden? What did he gather them for? What was the purpose? So you say, oh, the purpose was to encourage them to do Torah Then what happened after Moshe Rabbeinu finished encouraging them to do mitzvahs? He said, "Okay." You know what? You're all standing here together now, so let's just do. You know, we need to take care of this bris, this covenant, and let's just do that as well once we're all here together. And that would be the simple way of learning it. And that's exactly that Rashi is machadish. That's exactly what Rashi is teaching you. That to learn it that way is incorrect. So again, the, the way you learn it simply is: Why did Moshe Rabbeinu gather the Yidden the end of Parshat He gathered them to encourage them to do Tarimitzes. And once they were all together, then he did the bris also. Rashi comes and says, no, that's incorrect. That the reason, Muhammad, Atam Nitzavim teaches you 
that why did Moshe Rabbeinu gather the Yidden? In the end of Parshas Kisavim, he gathered them to enter into a bris. That was the primary purpose of this gathering of Parshas Kisavim. End of Parshas Kisavim, going into Nitzavim, was to enter them into a bris. And that's what Rashi is teaching us. Rashi is teaching us that Parshas Kisavim talks about a bris. Now we know what he's teaching us is that the end of Parshas Kisavim, why did Moshe Rabbeinu call all the Yidden together? was to enter them into a bris. Now, how does Rashi know that? What compels Rashi to say that? Why not learn it? Simply, that Moshe Rabbeinu first gathered them to encourage them to do Torah mitzvahs, and then he said, okay, we're all here together. Let's just do this bris between Yidin and Hashem. And the answer lies into looking a little bit carefully at a few different things, at three different points. The first one is, if the primary purpose of Moshe gathering the Yidin was to encourage them to Torah mitzvahs, why did he leave the words Atim Nitzavim till the beginning of Parshat Nitzavim? Why, he, why doesn't the Pasuk say, Vayikram Ha'ishra Kal Yisrael, Ma'ishra Benu called all the Yidin, and then he said, Atim Nitzavim, we're all here together, and he starts encouraging them to turn mitzvahs. Why all of a sudden, after, why all of a sudden do we have these words, Atim Nitzavim, right here in the beginning of Parshat Nitzavim? They're already all gathered together. Number two, it says in our, in our Parsha, Atim Nitzavim, you are standing, Lifnei Hashem Alekechem, before Hashem, you're Abishter. Now, if the primary purpose of the gathering was to encourage the Yidin, it was to encourage the Yidin to do Torah mitzvahs, which the encouragement came from Moshe, so they're not gathered to stand before Hashem. They were gathered to stand before Moshe. They should encourage them. Once Moshe Rabbeinu finished his encouragement, he said, okay, now let's go to step two, and let's bring you to Hashem to enter into a covenant. But that wasn't the purpose of the gathering. The purpose of the gathering was for Moshe Rabbeinu to talk to them. So why would the Pazik say, Atem Nitzavim Lefnei Hashem Lekeichem? They're standing before Moshe. That's what Moshe was doing until now. Number three, we know in Parshas Kisavah we learned that Hayyim, Hayyim means the day that Moshe Rabbeinu passed, was passing away. Now, if Moshe Rabbeinu was gathering the Yidden in order to encourage them to do Torah mitzvahs, the Chumash Devarim was started on Rishchei Shvat. Why would Moshe Rabbeinu wait until the last day, the day he passed away, to encourage them to do Torah mitzvahs? Why wouldn't he encourage them much earlier? So, we have three questions. First of all, why is Atom Nitzavim here, like a prominent Atom Nitzavim you're standing? We're already like, deep in the middle of this whole, this whole situation. This is really the end. The, the main part was, the, was, was encouraging the Yidin. So, Atom Nitzavim should have been like right in the beginning. Number two, why does it say before Hashem? They're before Maish Rabbeinu. That's the primary purpose of the gathering. Number three, why do it on the day he passed away? For all these three reasons, Rashi says, you know what? Melamed, these words Atam Nitzavim teach you. These words teach you, Melamed, that the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu gathered the Yidin at the end of Parshas Kisavim, he called all the Yidin together, was not to encourage them to do Tarmitzas. That wasn't his primary purpose. His real purpose was that they should enter into a bris with Hashem. Now, if we learn it that way, it makes now sense. Now we everything makes sense. So Atam Nitzavim belongs right here. This is the this is the important point. Number two, they're standing with Nehashem Lekechem. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu gathered them, not to talk to them. That was only the introduction. He gathered them that they should stand before Hashem. That's why he pulled them all together, that they should stand before Hashem and go enter a bris. And we also can understand why he did on the day he passed away. The reason why he did on the day he passed away, because the main purpose of the bris was not for the Yidin when they were in the Midbar, but rather when the Yidin entered into Eretz Yisrael and they were in, in a new circumstance, they weren't in the world of holiness, they were going into the regular world, and then you need the idea of a bris, that no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, the whole idea of a bris is that you keep strong and you have this unshakable faith and commitment to Torah mitzvahs that goes against whatever you're feeling, thinking at that moment, and that's when they needed a bris. 
they needed this covenant of Hashem for that time, not for the time of the Midbar. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu delayed it to the last possible time because it wasn't for now, it's for later. Obviously, he couldn't do it uh, any later than the day he passed away. So therefore, it makes very well sense. And that's what Rashi is teaching us. Rashi is teaching us that the words Atom Yitzavim, the fact that the words Atom Yitzavim stand here and all the other questions that we had, teach us that the primary purpose of the gathering was Lachnisam Bivris. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu gathered them all together. Now, if we learn, if we learn the these two, the end of Parshat and Yitzavim in this way, we're also going to answer two questions that Rashi doesn't address, which, if we would learn the other way, would be a problem. So, number one, it says in the end of Parshat Yitzavim, by Yikra Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu called El Kol Yisrael to all of the Yidden. Who's all the Yidden? All the Yidden would be men, women, and children. And the question one might ask, and one would expect Rashi, Rashi to address is, why would the children be called? What are the children need? We never have children being called to, an, to a, either a rebuke or an encouragement for Torah mitzvahs. They're not responsible for Torah mitzvahs. So why would the children be called? And in fact, in a later parsha, in parsha Yelach, where the children are called for the mitzvah hakil, Rashi actually asks, why are the children there? And Rashi gives an answer to give a reward to those who bring them. So the fact that children are called is a little bit problematic. So if we learn that the purpose of the end of Parshas Kisada, the Yikram Aisha, the measuring of called the Kol Yisrael, was for the purpose of encouraging them to do Torah mitzvahs, the obvious question that Rashi should have addressed was, why were the children called? However, if we learn that the reason Moshe Rabbeinu called them was in order to enter into a covenant with Hashem, a bris with Hashem, that you need everyone, men, women, and children. Every year needs to enter into a bris with Hashem. So that would make very sense. That would make perfect sense the way Rashi does learn it. Another thing that would make perfect, perfect sense if we learn it this way is, generally, if you have such a big undertaking as a, or commitment, obligation, as a bris, as a covenant, something that you're committing to do for a very long time and in a way of a shavuah, in a way of a, a promise, a very, very strong commitment to Hashem, one would expect that there would be an introduction before that. That might try to introduce what we're about to do, why we're going to do it, what's the motivation for doing it. Now, if we learned that Parshas Kisave is unrelated to Parshas Nitzavim, Parshas Kisave is about encouraging the two terms, and then Moshe said, once you're all here, um, let's do this bris, like, where's the introduction to this bris? Like, well, like just like throwing on them, like, like make this bris with Hashem. However, if we learn that the primary purpose of the gathering was Parshas Nitzavim, that they should enter into a covenant, a bris with Hashem, now we can understand what's Parsh, what the end of Parshas Kisavah is doing. The end of Parshas Kisavah is actually the introduction to the bris. It's the reason why, the motivation for the given. Enter into this because you saw the miracles that Hashem did. Therefore, at this moment of inspiration, when you're so inspired, when you when you saw that, when you have such a feeling for Hashem, that's the time that you make this you make this bris, you make this covenant. And no matter what comes, we're going to keep our friendship or our commitment to each other, our estashros, and that makes perfect sense. So now, Parshas Kisavli is an introduction to the end of Parshas Kisavli is an introduction to the main. The main part, which is the actual bris that takes place in the beginning of Parshas Nitzavim. And now, everything fits very, very beautifully. Now, it happens to be that Rashi gives two other explanations a few seconds later. Rashi says, till now I explained Shosh Shalvikra, now I explained Shagada. And in this very, very beautiful sikha, the Rebbe goes on to explain why we need each 
um, why we need all three push and what's the problem with each and every one. We're not going to go into that right now, but I, again, as always, it's always encouraged for those who are able to. Two, um, that is a part of the Sikha that we are skipping, where the Rebbe goes very, very beautifully to explain each um, pirush um, and what the pros and cons of each one are, which the Rebbe so beautifully does in all the Rashi Sikhas. Now, but the Rebbe ends off with a very, very beautiful Yenish Torah. And the Rebbe says that we know that Parshas Nitzavim, we always read before Rosh Hashanah, and that idea is hinted to in the word Hayyim. Hayyim, as we know from the Baal Shantav, goes on the day of Rosh Hashanah. Now, what's the connection? What's, what's the connection Parshas Nitzavim and Rosh Hashanah? But if we think about what's the whole idea of Parshas Nitzavim, gathering the Yidden for a bris, a covenant, this bond between a Yid and Hashem that goes beyond anything. That unshakable commitment between a Yid and Hashem that's expressed in a Christmas bris, in a bond between a Yid and Hashem. And that's the very idea of Rosh Hashanah. That is the whole idea of Rosh Hashanah. The whole idea of Rosh Hashanah is that we reveal the essence connection between a Yid and Hashem. And that's how these two ideas so, go so beautifully together. But there always goes one step deeper and one step to really, really fit it in. There's a Zaihar that says the following, that there are three knots, Tlas, Kshar, and Miskashrim, Davidah. There are three knots that tie together. One is Yidin connect to Torah, and then Torah connects to Hashem. Now, let's think about this. So there's three, there's three ideas. There's Yidin, there's Torah, and there's Hashem. How many knots do you need? Two. Yidin connect to Torah, then Torah connects the Yid to Hashem. So it's two knots, but the Zaihar says there's three knots. What's going on? Is it three or is it two? The answer is that the way a yid uncovers that, I mean, the way a yid uncovers the bond that a yid has straight to Hashem is through Tyra. So in other words, a yid connects to Tyra and thereby uncovers the bond that a yid has through Tyra. And then, so in other words, a yid connects to Tyra, then Tyra connects the yid to Hashem. But once we reveal that bond from a yid to Hashem through Tyra, then we complete the circle. Then there's a direct bond straight from Hashem, straight to a Yid. So it starts off through Tyra, but once you reveal it through Tyra, then you uncover the direct line that a Yid has to Hashem. And that's exactly what we see as well in this week's Parsha. What does Maishra going to do before he makes the Christmas bris? What does he do? He encourages the Yid to learn Tyra. Because the way you uncover that essence bond between the Yid and Hashem is through learning Tyra. However, the Rebbe concludes the Sicha, that it's not enough to create that essence bond. We need to be able to see it down here. It's not enough to know that we have an essence bond. We need that that bond between a Yid and a Shem, just like it's not enough that a Yid has a feeling to do Torah mitzvahs, but we need Torah mitzvahs to be done actually. So too, we need to see that essence bond between a Yid and a Shem in a revealed sense, whether it's in a Ruchnius, we see we get the inspiration from Nebuchadnezzar, or Begashmius, we have a uh, an abundant amount of good in in a physical way, in Taiwanir and England, in ways that we can see it. And that's the bracha that this Rosh Hashanah, that we uncover that bond in a Yid Hashem, and we should actually see all the revealed brachas for us and for the entire Klal Yisrael. Thank you so much for listening.